bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And now I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. is DZ's fault. That's all I'm saying. You're listening. <laughs> it's Friday. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. All of that is DZ's fault. Oh, and no, no dings and buzzers today. Friday is a non-buzzer day. Non-ding day. You touch it, I will run in there and we gonna fight. That'll work. You said nothing about air horns. That'll work. That'll work. Air horns will work. That works just fine. I'm just trying to get live on LinkedIn because everything, because Tory Lowe kept me talking, and then, you know, he was, it was his fault. I got to blame. You know how you blame everybody else for stuff you don't do? So then it's always somebody else's fault. So it's, to, it's Tory Lowe's fault. Tor, Tory Lowe kept me talking, and then I ran behind, and then what had happened was I, I, I didn't have time to get on LinkedIn and YouTube, and then I had to do the. But it's Friday. Anybody know what Friday it is? What's Friday? Does anybody know what I call Fridays? 833-212-1017. Does anybody remember what I call Fridays? However, there are some things that are going on in the news that are perplexing. And we'll talk about them. We'll, we'll go through and we'll, we'll take a look at all the things that are going on in Milwaukee, 
things that are going on in the city of Milwaukee. Uh, we've got traffic and weather and sports coming up at the bottom of the hour. It's kind of crazy uh, outside right now. Again, it's DZ's fault because all he had to do is make it start raining, but he didn't do it. But that's okay. But I don't understand. Why certain things in life have to be. So I complain. Yes, I admit that. That black people don't spend their time. Working together. Black people seem to, and let me, let, me, let me preface that with seem to, don't spend their time building together, working together. We seem to want things more than wanting to work together. And so we end up putting our putting our business acumen in front of race. And I get it. Money is green. Money's not black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Pacific Islander. It's not straight. It's not gay. It's not LGBTQ. It's, it's not none of those things. It's green. And I get it. But when I see... Black and white people get together to do things. I often wonder who's helping who. Take the Bucks, for instance. Did anybody complain when the previous owner of the Bucks, and I don't know if he did, so I'm just going off what I know and don't know, didn't have any minority owners? And I mean minority, minority owners, like black, Hispanic. Like, did anybody complain? But yet, when we got the new owner, everybody came out the woodwork. Well, one, ownership in the NBA and the NFL is basically a cartel. They let you in. And they put you out. Owners have said things, Atlanta Hawks, and they booted the owner out and made them sell the team. Because you're there at the whim of the owner's cabal, the owner's cartel, so to speak. Which is okay. It's them billionaires up there doing that. However, it's predominantly white. And when you do get it, like a city of Milwaukee, they bring in minority owners. Some black, some white, some Jewish, some Gentile, right? All over the place. So we can say, hey, we got it. See, it's so cute.
But if one black man steps up and says they want to buy a team, then they start digging through their background, digging through somebody who said something. It amazes me in America today how you can cancel a person based on something somebody said about them without ever verifying that it's actually true. That's astounding to me, but yet we do it every day. We do it to each other. Did you hear about DZ? Did you hear about Mel? Did you hear about Sherwin? Did you hear about Tory Lowe? Did you hear about Dr. Ken? Did you hear about Denise Thomas? Did you hear about Serena B? Did you hear about? Haven't confirmed anything. I just heard. But then when it comes time to. As I like to say, be a baller. Be a shot caller. That's when everybody goes, well, you're just not quite ready. Why is it that we're never quite ready? Republican Party tells that to us. Well, Republican Party don't even talk to us. Democratic Party always tells us you're not quite ready. You you need to work a little more, just a little more, and you'll be ready. Or we have to be chosen. And then we feel grateful. For scraps. But then today I turn on the news and I hear billionaire businessmen Jay-Z and Jeffrey Bezos are in talks on a possible joint venture. The Rock Nation founder and Amazon founder are exploring a potential joint bid on the Washington Commanders. Two sources with knowledge of the talks told CNN.com. It's not clear whether they've spoken to Dan Schneider and his wife, Tanya, the current owners of the NFL team about the possibility. And earlier yesterday, a source with inside knowledge on the matter confirmed to CNN that Bezos was considering buying the team. Oh, and then, and then CNN has reached out to Rock Nation for comment. Why didn't you reach out to him first? But anyway, I digress. The Snyder said they were exploring a sale of the team and hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions. And when asked for a comment about the Amazon founders' interest in the team, they said, of course, we're not commenting on who has or who has not expressed interest. And they say both Bezos and Jay-Z's sports ties run deep. And they go into this. Jay-Z used to be a part owner of the the Brooklyn Nets and he's got rock nation sports and several athletes and on and on and on. And every time I see something like this, I say to myself, had a group of black people gotten together and put together something to buy a sports team, would they have taken it as seriously or even reported on it? They probably wouldn't have even reported on it until after they bought it. Because somewhere in their mind, they wouldn't have thought that that could actually happen. But when Jeff Bezos steps up, all of a sudden, it's viable. And it harkens me back to the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. When in America, okay, that's a lie. 2021, where when you try to do something, 
especially in a place like Milwaukee or evidently Washington, D.C., which is predominantly black. You have to have somebody standing by your side in order to be considered credible. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number. When you see Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos side by side to buy a team, what do you think? Like, what thought does that generate? Because for me, it only generates one thing, one thought, and one memory. When I look at it, in the back of my mind, when I look at Jeff Bezos, the only thing I think about is White Knight. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. On this Friday afternoon, 833-212-1017 is the number. If I was Jay-Z, I would just put my own money together and buy the team myself. Otherwise, it seems like he's just putting together. Do we still need white knights? Like, do we still need white people to stand with us and be with us and all that? I mean, there's a different, there's a certain type of person that acts as that for a specific reason. And so I'll be frank. One of the arguments that we had at the truth is, is who the owners and people are, right? And so some people said, well, I don't think you should get with that because this white guy. And then some people went so far as to talk about, you know, religion. And I said, like, really? Like, I don't, I don't really understand that because when you get to, I mean, what was done here, I think is something that's rarely been done where you bring in people to build something that you are not, um, that you don't feel you're, experienced enough to do, but yet have the presence of mind, have the self-awareness to know this is outside of my culture, but I have the capacity to bring in people who can actually build it. That takes guts. I don't look at that as a white knight because there's also other black radio in Milwaukee that's owned by black people. 
My issue is when you can't get in the door, you can't get anything unless you got a person standing next to you. That's like the people that that want to sell their house. And so when they sell their house, they simply um, bring in a white person and whitewash their house and remove all the all the things that show that it's an African-American family. And then their house is appraised higher and actually sells for higher. I don't know if I want to sell my house or pay someone to appraise my house, but yet seven, what was it? 97% of home appraisers are white. And implicit bias causes them to just downgrade your home. Like if you're in a mixed marriage, like depending on where you go, right? Depending on what you do, where you what, what reservation you make, it depends. I think that's the best of both worlds. I mean, my wife and I, when I when I check out, I get, look, watch this. You ever check out at one of those stores where every time you go to check out, you gotta have one of those cards where you get a discount and all this stuff has discounts on it. But if you're not a member, you don't get it, right? Every single time I go through and it's a guy, I don't get a discount. Every single time my wife goes through and it's a woman. She don't get a discount. We watch. All right, we're going to be together today? No, we're not going to be together. It's a woman. I'll go, oop. Hey, how you doing? Oh, hi. Hey. And go through that whole process. Oh, you don't have a card? I'll take care of it for you. Boop. My wife walks through. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing just great. Hey, so this is going to be, your, your total is $78.27. Oh, really? Oh, Oh, you don't have a card? Oh, that's all right. I got one. Beep. That's ridiculous. But you use what you got. Is using a white knight using what you got? Or is it a microcosm of the issues that we have in this country where nobody trusts black people, nobody likes black people? Seemingly, seemingly, and I'm talking about that small percentage of people. that are negative towards us. The problem is, as you experience it, it seems like everybody, but it's not. 833-212-1017 is the number. Black Conscience, you're on the new 101.7 The Truth. Now, yourself in good health, Dr. Ken. Thank you, sir. Happy Friday to you. And to my big man, DZ, oh, 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 oh. you said no horns and no bells, so I just wanted to give a horn. <laughs> you just couldn't help horn. yourself, could you? Right. I couldn't, bro. <laughs> you know how you tell black folks when they can't right. do Don't say no. We'll find a way to do it anyway. Well, if you need them to do something, you just tell them no. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Or 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 you're forbidden or can't. There you go. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's funny you bring that up about the white knight. And uh, in some cases it worked. But uh, when we got prominent Americans of African descent, that has the financial means, even then, they are blocked and uh, almost forbidden to do certain things that anybody else can come in, anybody, any other race of nation can come in and do the same thing. Walter Payton tried to get a group together to buy the Bears. Yep. Didn't happen. Yep. Uh, yep. Jordan, I mean, who, how can you deny Jordan? Right. Uh, he, had to, he had the financial backing, and nope. Denied, yep. even though he still is 
partial owner, he's not the full owner. Right. And uh, and the list goes on and on. So, I mean, sometimes those tactics work, and sometimes people feel that they don't need to go through that because they have the financial stability to do such things, and they still look and frowned upon and deny. So why can't we do a team the way that we do the Packers? Why can't a group of black people it's get called, together and a group of owners get together and black people all over the country can can pay $300 and they can be an owner of the Washington Commanders? Uh, yeah, because that's not going to happen. That, Why not? That's almost relinquishing power. <laughs> because they would, it, would, it would put the people in the uppity category and that is a threat within itself. You think so? That they actually that they actually have the power and influence to do so, every black person and their mom all are going to go, want to go play for them, and that would throw off the power balance. Okay. I really feel that way. All right. Why can't we just take it? Uh, well, we can, but we're going to be faced with a whole lot of legal troubles that, you know, I call it the new new ninja rule that's going to be thrown in. You know, all of a sudden, all these new rules and, 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 and things of that nature is going to be tossed in, and it's going to be just a battle in the courts, unnecessary reasons and unnecessary money being spent. So, and then they, they'll come out with a new clause. So I'm glad you said that. So then our next step is... We need to get together, give our money to the top five HBCUs, and fund them. We was kind of on that at one time. Uh, Pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, we was on that, and then that, that faltered and fell through the cracks. Okay. It was building up HBCUs and uh, students. These top uh, recruits were opting out to go to HBCUs. Yep. But then that fell through. Right. Oh, I know what it fell through. When they started letting students have their recognition, getting paid off their own recognition. Correct. And then that killed it for HBCUs. Yeah, that that pretty much, yep, that pretty much did it. Because, you know, HBCUs, a lot of them don't get the recognition they so rightfully need unless it's some football with a top name, wink, wink, Deion Sanders. Yeah. And, you know, so... You know the hours and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, well, you know they're coming after. You know they're coming after Deion Sanders now. Arizona State, uh, a couple other places, Georgia Tech are all coming after Deion to see if he'll come. Work and the for killing them. part about it is right. they're letting their African their African American students lead that, and right. they're not putting a cap on none of that. Right. You know, I, here we go again. You know, right. we are worst enemies at times. Now, if Deion Sanders has any, first of all, Deion Sanders is rich enough. Right, he don't need the money. And I don't think Jackson State can pay him enough money. You know? So so he's doing it for his love of of black colleges and universities. So and I think Deion should name stay for there. himself so right. he goes for an NFL coaching position. Right. Or not. Yeah, watch it. Why why yeah, is NFL it why is it that white it. NFL white predominantly white universities are better than HBCU. I don't understand that. Who said they are, but they just get the publicity and the backing behind them 
to put them in that light. Correct. So we I, need- I guarantee that HBCU could take any top any top college team, being basketball and or football, and give them a run for their money. Sure. Absolutely. All right, brother. Thank you much. Appreciate and only you. Way, only way. Yes, sir. No, no. Go ahead and finish. Go, go, go ahead and finish. No, no, no. I'm going to let you go, brother, because we can go all day with this one. Yes, we can. So make sure you give me and a call back on Monday. <laughs> I will do. All right. Hey, uh, with the Lord's blessing, peace. Peace to you, brother. 833-212-1017 is the number. Traffic weather. Lord knows you better pay attention about weather and sports. Up next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back on, back, black on, black, getting ugly, mass on, her. back on, back, black on, black, getting ugly, mass on, come on. Get crazy when that cash go. Everybody got the answers. I ain't asked y'all. Give a f- who got now. Now you got next. I ain't at. Boy, I'm at you neck. Living for the limelight and dying for success. I feel like Virgil and Rambo in this Louis V vest. Wish I would just die. I be making vex. I be dripping cars and daily. Make your make a request. I never say I'm hungry. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. That's true. 833-212-1017 is the number. JD the Poet. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. How's it going? I'm good, Dr. Ken. I had poetry last night at um at Wall Street Stock Bar, and I shouted you out. I was like, yeah, Dr. Ken, make sure y'all tune in from 4 to 6 every Monday through Friday. I appreciate that, brother. You know, yeah, That's love. what's up. So, uh, yep, but on um, Jay-Z, he, he, he worth a lot of money, $1.5 billion, but Jeff Bezos worth $115 billion. Right. When his, when his, when his wife... They got that divorce. She spent $5 billion giving money away to charities. I think collectively our black billionaires is worth about 12 or $13 billion. So she spent half of what our billionaires is worth on charity. So that, that, to me, that just um, is, it, it shows how much they worth. He could but do that doesn't no mean that you basis. can't buy a team together. And he, as he should, Jay-Z is the king of partnerships. That's how he got rich. That's, I'm not hating on the situation. I'm just pointing out the disparities in their wealth. What I'm saying is Jay-Z came up off Armadale Vodka, uh, that do say he doing now, all kind of his clothing collaborations. He was he always been in bed with white people and other black people. Mm-hmm. So that, and I think that that's how you do business. You get in bed with different people. And, and as the previous caller stated, when black people try to do it on their own, they don't let us. And I was even thinking further than that. Well, let's form our own league. I think racism is so surreptitiously indoctrinated in the American psyche that white people wouldn't come to the games. All right. If it was if the league was owned by black, that's what I think. That's I mean, they've never tried it. And, and back in the day, we did have Negro leagues and white okay. leagues, but that, that was during strict Jim Crow segregation. So, I mean, we, we do have enough with our $1.7 trillion collectively as black Americans to begin to form our own things. But it's always going to be serious backlash against that. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying who cares about the backlash? That's one. Number two, okay. in 2021, there were 14. Um, let me see if I got this right. There were 14 black billionaires, mm-hmm. six biracial, biracial billionaires with black ancestry. Okay. Right? Okay. I see we're talking 12. the you richest guy, Aliko, 
Dangote, $13.5 billion. He's in Nigeria. Uh-huh. Mike Adenuga, $9.1 billion. Nigeria, $5 billion. Robert Smith, David Stewart, 4 Abdul Samab Rabuli, Nigeria, 3.2. Oprah mm-hmm. Winfrey, 2.7. Strive Misayiwa, 2.4 billion. He's in um, Zimbabwe, and he's also okay. a British citizen. Patrice Matsepe, who is from South Africa, or, well, the Republic of South Africa. But, okay. you know, uh, Tope Awatona, 1.4 billion, who's from Nigeria. Jay Z, 1.4 billion. Mm-hmm. America, Tyler Perry, one billion. LeBron James, one billion, and then you got about six more that are mixed, but are considered both black. Like Rihanna's worth one point seven billion dollars. Most people don't know that. Tiger Woods, he's mixed, one billion dollars. Michael Lee Chen, one point nine. Isabel Dos Santos, two point three billion. Alex Carp, three billion. We got the money. I never said we didn't. Collect All we got to do is get together and just do it. The 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 conversation, but the conversation seemingly, and you help me with it, JD. Why is it that we think we can't? I, I don't think it's that we can't. I, um, like like Black Hunter said, it, it's been tried before, and and we got to continue to push that. No no so no 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 no. Well, One person tried before. Oprah Winfrey tried and had to get a white knight to run her own company to get financing because if she ran it, they didn't want it. She ended up with a white guy running her company. I mean, I remember when uh, Spike Lee was trying to get Malcolm X, he had to get the black millionaires to give him some money because they wouldn't let it get off the ground. Right. So we do have to come together collectively, and and it can be done. It, It takes serious work because business is warfare. And people don't see it like that. They think it's all nice because the shopkeeper is smiling at you and they send you this beautiful thank you letter. They Because you shopped with them, is somebody else you didn't shop with. So it, it's, it's a very serious business when you're dealing with money. And, and it's, it becomes problematic when, to, the, to the white construct when black people come together collectively. So we have to continue to do that and push our own narrative and push our people to continue to shop black, buy black, and produce black. So that has to be something that's inside of us. Well, and where we have to continue to push. But where have we started that at? Byron Allen, he's already started a black media empire. Why don't we support him? Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry in film. Byron Allen for TV. Yeah. Oprah Winfrey with the magazine. Right. I, I purchased Jay Z's music and he got Rock Nation. Right. It also has to do with sports as well as entertainment. Right. I do. When, when, when it's very possible, I, I think that we have begun and it's something that's been going on for a long time. You and I had talked about this months ago. When I was a kid, it was three black banks in Milwaukee. Now it's one. So we have to continue to shop black and invest in our, in our communities and in our stores and, and build that black wealth. But that's Sometimes not our problem. The bank, piece is, no, the bank piece is different. The bank piece okay. is the way the financial system is set up so that we can't get entry into it. Just like construction. It is so difficult to get entry into actually being like the Michaels Corporation and doing that level of construction with all the permits that you need, with all the insurance insurance. that you need, the bonding that you need. They'll never give it to us. We're talking back to 1930 where they created laws that made it so that we couldn't get into certain fields. That's why uh, a strong mayor is is necessary. Yes, it uh, is. Going back to... uh, David Dinkins, um, 
uh, Marion Barry. He is people that uh, oh. I got friends in D.C. that's about to retire that he got them jobs in D.C. government at, when they was in high school, when they wasn't even hiring black people in yep. D.C. Yep. And same with uh, Maynard, Maynard in, um, in Atlanta. He Ooh, made don't get me started. Millionaires building yes, the sir. airport. So you need all of that to work together. You need business to work with economics, to work with uh politics right and it has to come together and people that are wealthy do see that that's why they donate money to both campaigns when i worked in corporate america one of my vps told us told me we were having a conversation about who the next president would be he they said don't i'm care. personally gonna he said i'm a personally vote republican he said but it doesn't matter for the business he said we're right. gonna give money to both parts right he said it doesn't matter that's right it doesn't matter the money's gonna be made and we have to realize that as people that are trying to come up and reach those levels. So that's what I got for you today, Dr. Ken. Thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate you, brother. 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back, talk a text line, Bob from Illinois, and your thoughts. Jay-Z, Jeff Bezos, owning the Commanders. Is it time for black people to get rid of white knights? This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. afternoon 833-212-1017 is the number talking text line 88s and heartbreak said earlier when we were talking about football said the blocking the difference is the blocking on the o-line like hbcus because they got some big corn-fed defensive players that uh anyway um he they also went on to ask, several people tried to value our local country currency, Kennedy and Lincoln. We know what happened to them. <laughs> Two paper champions. Facts. 833-212-1017. Bob from Illinois, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. What's going on, Bob? Hello, Dr. Ken. Uh, I just want to uh, <clears throat> switch this over to politics if you don't mind, just for one minute, then go back to sports if you want, you know, with whatever you need to do. Well, it's about white knights in any, in any capacity. Go ahead. Okay. Do you believe, <clears throat> do you believe that Barack Obama, when he ran with Biden, would you consider Biden a white knight? No. Mm. 
Do you think, okay, you say no. You don't consider it. I, I, I like the explanation of that. Do you think, I, and if he'd have picked anybody else, I don't think Obama would have won the presidency. I don't think so. Uh, so he seems to me similar to a white knight that you were talking about. What qualities I, did Joe Biden have that would have propelled Barack Obama to the presidency? Uh, Biden was, you know, somewhat in the middle, but more Democratic than in the middle. And, uh, you know, he's been in it a long time. And the majority of white people feel comfortable when he picked Joe Biden. Now, if he'd have picked, like, Booker Watch a Booker, you know. Uh, well, don't somebody, I don't he, don't tell me about about what other white people feel. Tell me about you. I, I don't think he would have been president if he picked anybody one else except Biden. Wow. And yeah, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. You think you think he'd have been president if he didn't pick Joe Biden, a white guy? Do you think he was the only white guy? That now, now, what exactly are you asking? Are you asking whether or not he, he, he won because he picked Joe Biden or he won because he had a white running mate? Because those are two different things. Uh, both of them nope. interact. Nope, nope, nope. You get one. <laughs> uh, I, you know. Because the term is ago, white knight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Years ago, I was in the black in Chicago and I was driving and I heard him say, say uh, right after Bush made presidency, they said, who's going to be the Democratic nominee? And who, and then I said Biden would be that. I, I, I stopped. They had telephone booths then when and, and I stopped and I called in and I said, you know, Joe Biden. I don't know why I've always felt Joe Biden was somewhat okay. And well, have you seen your economy in the last year? Clearly is not. You don't have see, you're knocking Biden. Oh. So what? I can knock anybody. I'll knock anybody who I think is doing a good job or a bad job if they do a bad job. If you do a bad job, you can get knocked. Where is this thing that black people don't think we can complain about Democrats? Like what is that? No, you can complain. So about why you feel bad thing. about it? What is that? Because it might be negative. So I what? Don't want no Republicans Man, to get in. You don't want any Republicans to get in. Has your life ever changed under Republicans? Have you ever lost anything under Republicans? You felt bad. You felt like somebody else should have it. And then that feeling went away and you went back to work. Okay. So, okay, what, so uh, what exactly are we losing or gaining? Have black people gained anything with with the current president? Uh, you know, I'd rather answer my say, question. <laughs> uh, you don't think the COVID nineteen? Don't ask me a question. 
What have black people gained under Joe Biden? What have black people gained under George Bush? What have black people gained under Bill Clinton? What have black people gained? Uh, like, it's a simple question. Oh, yeah. And, and there's a lot of. Answer know, the question, Bob. What, what, what did Joe Biden do? What has Joe Biden yeah, done oh, for black people? Oh, you see. The bills he paid, I could say what so has many things. Again, that's my point. You can't okay, even come he, up with something about a person that yes, you support he, he, that you think he, is clearly one of the greatest uh, politicians in the world, but yet you can't come up with nothing he's done for black people. Oh, yes, I can. Okay. okay. Then you give me one. Right he got a black vice president. He I'm done. Bye. That ain't done nothing for black people to have a black vice president. Come on, man. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Have a good weekend, Bob. I'm just saying. I just. I don't get it. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. I'm not bashing Democrats. I'm looking at the person and I'm asking, where in your administration have you done anything for black people other than make us feel good that you're a Democrat and you won? And then tell us Republicans are racist. When you've done things to us that were racist. All I'm saying is that hold people accountable and it doesn't matter what party they're in. Once you get elected, you work for me. Put some stuff on paper. Go sit down with them and say, these are the things you need to do. If you don't do it, we're going to vote you out. That goes for mayor, common council. That goes for county executive. Anybody that's an elected official. Sheriff. Governor, state rep, state senate, secretary of state, treasurer, don't matter. If you're doing things that are detrimental to the black community, Hispanic community, white community, Asian community, you got to go. You have a Milwaukee County district attorney who puts criminals back into the black community who kill again and does absolutely nothing about it. Hey, it's bound to happen. Got your own video, audio saying, you know, it's bound to happen. Multiple times in Milwaukee, including Daryl Brooks and Waukesha. But you want to vote for him because he's liberal? When he's literally destroying your community, allowing people to die, and not making people accountable for it. And when you do, you give us like 18 charges, so we have to be prosecuted. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I don't know if it's coming up. We might have five at five.